Yes, yes. Life is meant to be lived in one direction. And that one direction is forward. Not looking back. That's, that's an old good one that we used to do many months ago. But that's what God intends. The kingdom is forward. The kingdom is not about looking back. The kingdom is not about living in the past, living in past failures, living in past disappointments, dwelling on those. No, the kingdom is, the kingdom is forward. Give me some light, Kevin. The kingdom is moving forward in the name of Jesus. Amen? And as we, as we journey on our journey, it's better that we do it together. I think Kim was saying that earlier of of um, we're stronger when we're together. And that's kind of been the theme for the new year. Together we can. Separated we can't. And the enemy is about separating us. The enemy is about dividing and conquering. But when we stick together, when we stay together, when we focus together, when, our, when our, everything about us is, is our mind is fit together, then together we're stronger, as Kim said. And together we can. Amen? Apart from me, the Bible says that you can do nothing. And apart from each other. God didn't intend us to be alone. Okay? The Bible says that it's not good for man to be alone. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of, a lot of teaching there. But it's not good for us to be alone. God intended for us to be together. So together we can. And we've been looking at the scripture in Acts when the, when the early church was, was started there. And I want to continue that this morning. I shared a little bit with you um, two weeks ago. And um, I, um, I, I, I talked a little bit about together we can. And we, we started this and I want to continue this morning. I want to thank you for praying for us this week. And... Um, just a lot of situations, and um, thank you for praying for me. Thank you for praying for Angie, and um, she's at home resting and doing good. And um, but just continue to pray for her and and um, lift her up. And we'll give you more details in the days to come. But she does covet your prayers, and I appreciate Lonnie praying. And Roy's having surgery Tuesday on his eyes, and we pray for that. And um, just continue to lift him up. We pray for our seniors and lift them up. It's about family, amen? And family loves one another and they pray for one another. We make mistakes, we, we, we fail each other sometimes, but, but we don't let that separate us, amen? We focus on it, we make mistakes, we confess our faults to one another and we move on. That's what family does. And I've asked you several times and I'll continue to ask you, I'll keep, continue to challenge you, what's it gonna take to get you out of here? And, and the Lord is just really, I don't know why, but the Lord is just really, because I hear stuff, and I talk to people, and I'm amazed, I'm amazed that when people share with me why they're out of church, and this is no condemnation in no way, shape, or form, okay? At one time or another, we've all been there and done that, probably, okay? I've done it, and um, you know, there was a time in my life where I walked away. So, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not speaking condemnation, because I don't preach like that, but I am asking and I, am, I want you to think about what would it take to get you out of here? And I listen to people talk about it.
because I, I, together we can. And I know the enemy is trying to separate the enemy through through COVID. Through there's an agenda there to keep us from meeting together. The Bible says it's good when the brothers and sisters come together. Forsake not the assembling of yourselves together because it's important as the body of Christ that we come together. We have our own personal lives. We have our own personal studies. We have our preachers that we like to listen to. But it's good to come together. There's something that Jesus set in place with the early church of them gathering in houses. And they didn't have churches back then. Like buildings, they had the synagogue. But, it, but the early church met in houses. But they got together. And I, and I listened to people, and, and, and I've told you this on many occasions. At the moment when there's a crisis in your life that's trying to pull you out of here, there's a crisis. That crisis is real. It's real, okay? But when it gets over here, six months later, and the enemy has just carried you through hell, when it gets over here and you start looking back at why I'm not involved with my family anymore, the significance of it here is much less. Why? Because the enemy has built this up in your mind that this is so much bigger than it is. Because he's the slander of the brethren. He's the author of all lies. And he brings all of this stuff into our life right here. But when we get down the road and he's brought you through a lot of junk and then you begin to look at it and then you run into me at Home Depot and you begin to tell me because I ask you, well, I don't even have to ask. I usually don't even ask. When I run into people that used to come to church and they don't come to church anymore, they usually start singing like a bird. And I don't know why we have to confess to the preacher, but sometimes we do, I guess. But that's okay. I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm just saying. And and then we then and 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 people didn't even come to church here. I listen to them, and it's like, really? That's that got you away from your family. I mean, will you think about what you just said? You had a you had an issue with a person. Okay, there's a scripture in Matthew 18 that, that tells how to deal with that. Is, that. is that what you've done? Well, no. I didn't go to them, like the Bible says, but I did talk to my best friend who agrees with me. And we both agree that I was right and that I should have left. Well, I'll tell you what you need in that situation, a new friend. If all of your friends agree with you that you're right all the time, they're not your friend. Sorry. But we listen to, because we run to those, instead of doing Matthew 18, we run to those and we're all guilty because we don't want nobody telling us really the truth at that point. Okay? I, I got a t-shirt for it. I'm not preaching to you. I'm preaching to Rodney. You're just getting the overflow of it. But, but when we look back at those situations, they're really not what would have gotten us 
Now, if I start preaching blasphemy and I start lying and I start living a life of a hellion, then yes, I'd run too. No, I'd run me out of here and I'd stay here. Okay? That's what you do in that situation. But that's not going to happen. <laughs> Together, we can. So what are, what are we, what are, what's it going to take? How, how devoted are you? Let's read some of the scripture. They devoted themselves, Acts chapter 2, verse 42. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to the fellowship and to the breaking of bread in prayer. They done life together. Tonight, we're going to devote ourselves. I pray that you're going to be devoted to come back tonight in the rain, maybe, or in the cold and break bread with us. We got some of the best hamburgers you can eat. And it's free. It's free, 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 free. Go to Applebee's and get you a hamburger. That's like $11 now. But it's free tonight. Free 99. Roy says free 99. So Roy, free 99. When I go to Roy's shop, what I owe you for this, Roy? It's free 99. It's a smorgasbord of tools and junk that I can that I get for the coffee shop. Free 99, Rodney. Whatever you need, grab it and go. That's what I do. Grab and go. But it's free tonight because we're going to gather together. And we're going to sit around the table and we're going to break bread. And then we're going to come in here and we're going to worship. And we'll see that in just a minute that they're doing. And, and they're going to, we're going to listen to the apostle tonight, Riley Young. We're going to listen to the apostle share a word. Yes. His first sermon from being ordained here. Not his first sermon because he preaches everywhere he goes. But we're devoting ourselves to one another. Together we can. Well, I just can't, you know, I just, that old recliner just held me. I understand. It holds me sometimes, but I want to encourage you to get up out of the recliner and come back tonight. If you got something already planned, we understand. It's okay. No condemnation. I just, if you can, come. Support one another. Everyone, and, and let, me, let me back up because I'm getting ahead of myself because I'm trying to hurry. This whole message is, is, is focused around attitude. What's, what's my attitude? What's my attitude? And when I look at the early church, I think about attitude. Because see, attitude decides altitude. You've heard that. I didn't originate it. Wished I had, but I didn't. First time I heard it was Jensen Franklin. Pretty fair preacher on a good Sunday. That was a joke and y'all didn't laugh. I'll be through in just a minute and you can get you something to eat. But attitude determines altitude. And if your attitude stinks, please don't go to lunch with me. Don't go to breakfast with me. Don't go nowhere with me. Amen. I ain't even going to shut up, Caleb. Quit agging it on. Attitude. Man, I know everything's not great. Believe me, I understand. I've walked in, I'm walking in a season. Believe me, I understand that. But I choose because I've got a choice. I can choose what I believe. I can choose how I receive it. And I don't have to receive it. And you've heard this before. I do not have to receive it like the world says I have to receive it. 
I don't have to. I have a choice in this matter. I have a choice in the way I mourn for my wife. I have a choice in that. I have a choice in the way that I treat my children, the way I deal with my children, the way I love my children. I have a choice. God's given me a choice. And I choose this day to walk in kingdom principles. I choose this day to do life with my family. I choose this day to have the right attitude, to have the right mindset. Let this mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus. And I choose because he gave me a choice from the foundation of the world that I can choose to live life according to the kingdom of God. Amen. And you have the same choice. And I choose to have the right attitude. I choose to have the attitude of the early church. And I just want to look at some things. In verse 42, I see a commitment to what I just read. I see an attitude of commitment that they were committed to one another. Come hell or high water, and you've heard that. And if it don't stop raining, we may experience some of that. But come hell or high water, I'm not quitting. I'm not giving up. I'm moving forward in the name of Jesus. Amen? Started singing that song this week. You know the Lord. I was, I was a worship leader for 31 years with Brother Wayne. And so music is a huge part of my life. And I just listen to a lot of music, a lot of different music. You know that. I'm not super spiritual. I don't listen to all Christian music. Everybody needs a little Merle every now and then. <laughs> Put things back in perspective. Just kidding, just kidding. Don't lose, don't let me lose you. But I've been singing that song this week. I was putting out hay to my cows and, and um, had two new babies born this week. Well, one baby born a couple weeks ago and had a new baby born a few days ago. Cows, talking cows, talking cows. <laughs> Don't get mixed up on it. We're talking about four-legged things. Shane, Shane does not have a new little sister. He's got a new calf sister. Little heifer was born. But I just, I was watching her, and I was putting out hay, and, and um, man, I shared a, week, a few weeks ago that it can be better. You don't have to live in the past. You don't have to live in your hurts. They're still there. It's very emotional. I still, I still deal with that, okay? But I looked at that little baby and I just was just talking to the Lord and doing what I do on my tractor. And, and um, you know, and the Lord just was speaking to me. Rodney, that old song came to me. I'm moving forward, not looking back, moving forward. The tendency is to look back and dwell on the past. But let me tell you a secret. If you think she was pretty then, and she was, if you think she was pretty then, wait till you see her again. Yeah, wait. You think that black and silver hair was pretty? I'm not sure what it'll be when I get there but it'll be better. It'll be better. Listen, the kingdom is about going forward. Okay? It's an attitude. You choose. You can choose to let the enemy rob you, steal from you, destroy you by living in past failures of what God didn't do. 
But I choose this day to focus on what He is doing. What He is doing. He's bringing new life. He brought Mitchell man. Yeah. I just choose. I choose and we pray for your baby. We didn't mention your baby. But we pray for your baby this morning. Baby's got COVID and we pray in the name of Jesus. Now, Father, continue healing for that precious baby. Sorry, Kathy. I just thought about it when I looked at you, but the Lord brought it back. Pray for that baby. What's his name? Her name? Aubrey. I love that. 14 days old. Father, in the name of Jesus, invade it right now. Invade it. So, so you, you, um, life is to, is to be forward. Going forward. And I choose, I choose this day, I choose this day to, to have the right attitude, have the attitude of commitment. Many people, in, when, when things don't go like you think they should, or you get disappointed in God, and I'm going to tell you, most of the time, you can blame somebody else, but most of the time, your issue is with Him. Because He didn't do something that you thought He would, and that you thought He should. And most of the time, it's, it, it's with Him. I'm sorry to say that, but that's the way it is. But I've chosen, and I pray you do this day, and I want you to think about it. I'm giving you some historical things real quick, but I want you to think about what am I choosing? What kind of attitude do I have toward this house, toward the kingdom? What am I dealing with? So I see in verse 42, I see that commitment that they chose to be committed and devoted to one another. In verse 43, let's read verse 43. Everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. And I, and I think about the attitude of anticipation. Do you come to this house, Kim and Lila and them were sharing this morning, that um, this is a house of miracles? Yes. Do you come with an anticipation that, this is a, that, that God can do something, that God will do something? Oh, yeah. When's the last time you were so that you were anticipating something that you tore the roof off? When's the last time you cared enough about your friend to get them to Jesus that the doors in the house was too full? Well, let's just tear the roof off the joint and we'll still get him there. Huh? Yeah. There's an anticipation. Have you lost your attitude of anticipation? They were filled with awe. Have you lost the aweness of this house? Has, has, has circumstances... Has circumstances, huh? Has circumstances robbed you of your all? You need to think about that a minute. I'm just listening to the Lord. I know where I'm going, but I'm trying to determine if I need to say what I'm just wanting to say next. And I just need Him to okay it before I do it. Okay? I'm not lost. Believe me, I know where I'm headed. Have you lost the allness? The enemy will use whatever he can 
to rob you of your allness. Can I get personal just a minute? It probably does. <laughs> but I'm already, I'm already tied in. I got 100% signal. Straight up to the Father. Can I get personal just a minute with you? Don't let circumstances rob you of your allness. Okay? Now, one step further with that. Don't let my circumstances rob you of your allness. So good. Amen. So good. Because the enemy would love because you love me. The enemy would love to use my circumstances to rob you. Because you may not fully agree with what Brother Rodney's doing. And the enemy will say, yada, 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 yada. And if you listen in this ear to the yada, 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 it's going to go in there and it's going to go down here and it's going to set up corruption. So good. So good. I'm just being honest and being real to you this morning. They were filled with awe and wonder at what God was doing, not what the preacher was doing. You may not agree with that and that's okay. Okay, I'm not... You know, I don't have a manual and I'm not, I'm not going to justify none of that. I'm not getting into that. That plate hit the floor. It shattered and I didn't even clean it up. I just walk around it because I don't even want to touch it anymore. So I'm past all that. So I'm not trying to justify anything. I'm just telling you, I'm just telling you, if you're not careful, if you're not careful, the enemy can take situations and can cause a little, little rock in your shoe. Do you remember that message, Caleb, in the youth room? You, it don't have to be much. You just get you the smallest rock you can find and put it in your shoe. In just a minute, when you hit it just right, William, you go, ooh, I got to get that out of there. It may be the smallest pebble, but you ain't going to walk on it. And the enemy will take whatever and he'll put it in your crawl. My daddy used to tell me, Rodney, don't let stuff get in your crawl. Don't let that set up in your crawl because it's going to mess you up. You better deal with that and get it out of your crawl. If you need to holler at somebody, holler. If you need to, whatever. But don't let it sit in there, Rodney. Yeah. And I'm telling you, you better get it out of your crawl. If I've done something to you, Finia, come and cuss me out. I've been cussed out before. I've been cussed by the best. I'm going to love you and move on. I'm going to love you. 
I want to love you. I want to love you. Yeah. They had an attitude of anticipation. And I want to see God do wonders around here. I want to see God. I want us to feel in awe when we come into this house. And I'm not going to let circumstances, I'm going to let something get in my crawl. No. Last of all, they had a unity about them. They were committed to one another. And I'm hurrying this after 12. I'm hurrying. They had a unity about them. There was something about them. They just, they gave to one another. They loved one another. They sold what they had and they, they just shared stuff. Is God calling me to give everything away? I don't know. You have to talk to him about it. I ain't going to tell you to give everything away. I don't give everything I got away. Okay? You ain't getting my new tractor. I'm sorry. Unless he tells me to. And it's going to be after 40 days of prayer and fasting that, that we deal that. So don't even expect it for a month if he told me today because I'm going to spend some time with the Lord on that to give you my new tractor. Okay? It ain't happening right now. But, but, um, but, but, but there was a unity about them. And then last of all, the Lord added to the church. Listen, yeah. when, when you, when you, when you crawls clean... <laughs> When you love one another, when you have the right attitude and the right spirit, and, and you're not letting little, little rocks in your shoe mess you up. You just, you, you step on it, you un take your shoe off, dump it out, put it back on. Keep on walking. Huh? You don't have to examine the rock. It's a rock. <laughs> you don't have to research where it came from, who gave it to, who put it in there. Who done all of that? Why did the enemy? Is there is this, this big thing? No, no. It's just a rock. Dump it. Put your shoe on and move forward. Amen. Keep on walking and enjoying the kingdom. And when those things come along, like I've experienced for the last two years, when those things come along, you know, we just deal with them. And we look unto Jesus, the author, the finisher, the one who started this, the one who will finish this. In some sweet morning, we're going to all rise up and we're going to all be in glory. Miss Debbie's going to be beautiful than she ever was. Hallelujah. We won't be married then because there's no marriage in heaven. She can't tell me what to do. She can't tell me when I'm wrong. All that I'll be right all the time in heaven. Hallelujah. Yeah. That's why they call it heaven. This ain't our home. This ain't here. This ain't it, Johnny. Yay, yay. So keep the right spirit. Keep the right force in you. Keep the right attitude. Keep moving forward. Keep loving one another. Keep encouraging one another. When they don't act like they want you, they just say, it's okay, I'm praying for you, Rodney. I'm praying you get it right. Yeah. And one day we will. To God be the glory. Amen. Stand together. To God be the glory, great things he's done, great things he's doing, and great things he's going to do. Amen. If you're here this morning and you don't know him like I know him, stop. Let me tell you about a father who wants to be your father. He don't want to be your God. He don't want to be your ruler. He's all of those things. But he said, when you talk to me, you say, Father. I like that because he is my father. And he ordains my steps. I pray it every morning when I get up. Lord, the steps of a righteous man are ordered by God. 
And everywhere that foot goes, and that foot goes, let it be ordained by you. So Lord, every day for my steps, I pray. You're here this morning and you don't know him. I'd love to tell you about him. If you're here this morning and you got something in your crawl, get it out. You don't need a scripture. You don't need all that. Get it out. Take your shoe off and dump the rock. And move on. Keep moving forward. I'm going to make some more mistakes that you're not going to like. You're going to make stuff I don't like. We forgive one another and we move on. Okay? That's what life is. That's what, that's what being devoted to one another is. We forgive and we move on. Okay? And, 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 and when it's those situations that are bigger than you, we go to that person, Matthew 18 says, if you have all with your brother, you go to your brother. Not to your brother's friend, not to your friend, not to Facebook. No, you go to your brother. And boy, when you do it God's way, it's just amazing how it works out. Yeah. So whatever's in your crawl this morning, get it out. Don't let it sit there. If it doesn't belong there, medical terms, Paula can tell us, if it doesn't belong there, it's going to cause issues. You don't want an infected spirit. So get it out. The best antibiotic you can take for an infected spirit is a good dose of Jesus. Amen. And just swallow it. And let it work. Yeah. Because there's nothing, there's nothing, there's nothing too great to take you from this house, to take you from this family. Everything can be worked out with a little love and a little patience and a little honesty. It can be worked out. And that's for all of us, not just, not just for you, it's for me too. So love one another. Father, thank you for the word. Thank you for the day. You're a good father. Tonight, we're going to come back, Father, and we're just going to enjoy family time. So thank you. We love you and we bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. I love you.